Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Friends, I wonder if you feel like Job, who is the character of the first reading for today, everything has been taken away from him and he feels downcast and restless until dawn, he says, and expresses that his life is like the wind and wonders if he shall see happiness again. Perhaps you feel like that again. We have a dear friend of ours, a priest who is in the hospital with COVID. We're praying for him. There are people right now that are experiencing hardship in our street, in the energy corridor, in a really um, big part of town with huge buildings and a lot of hustle and bustle. I was driving our girls to school and I saw a long line in one of the churches that wrapped around from one main block to the next one and they were waiting in line and there was a car for hunger uh, feeding the hungry that was delivering food to the church and people were, were there must have been more than a hundred cars waiting in line early in the morning there might be feelings of drudgery just like Job was feeling in the first reading when things have been taken away, maybe you've lost a person, or you you have lost a job, maybe you have lost your way in exhaustion. We are about a year into this pandemic. So let us look at the Word of God to find our strength. In Psalm 147, the Lord says, I heal the brokenhearted. I rebuild Jerusalem, says the Lord. I gather the dispersed. I bring up those that come to me and bind up their wounds. I know the stars by name, so I know you. He knows you. He knows me. And great is the power of our Lord, whose wisdom has no limits. He sustains us, the lowly ones, and he will cast away the wicked. We can look in this psalm and ask our Lord, to hear our prayer if we are in a place of hardship. In the first letter of the Corinthians chapter 9, Paul says that he's preaching the gospel not to boast, but the recompense itself is to have this stewardship that has been entrusted to him so that he can give to those that need the word of God, what they need in the format that they need it. To the weak, he becomes weak. To the wise, he becomes wise. To the powerful, he becomes powerful. May we be like that. May we who do not have people that are going through tremendous hardship right now, may we extend ourselves free of charge to those around us that need encouragement, that need their hearts bound with peace and joy and love. Because in the first letter of Mark, we see Jesus leaving the synagogue with James and John. And he enters the house of Simon and Andrew, the brothers, and finds that Simon's mother-in-law has a fever. If you have watched The Chosen, the series, which I highly recommend, you'll see great imagery there. Jesus coming into the house. They tell 
him that she's sick and he approaches her, grabs her by the hand and helps her up. And in that moment, the, fe the fever leaves her. Let us then ask the Lord to lift us up, to take our hand and help us. They bring all kinds of people, sick, possessed by demons to Jesus, to the door of this house. And Jesus is driving out the demons, asking them not to speak because they knew him. We've talked about this before. The dark side knows Jesus well. And what does Jesus do after he served? He served the people that he knew and he served strangers that came to the door. He rises up early and goes off to a deserted place. We talked about this in a previous episode yesterday. And in this deserted place, he prays. He is God himself. And yet in his humanity, he is finding a place of solitude and quiet to commune with the Father. Simon and those who were with him find Jesus there and says, Hey, everybody's looking for you. But Jesus doesn't return where he was before. But he now goes to the nearby villages saying, I must preach there also. He's tireless. And then he says, For this purpose, I have come. What is your purpose? Do you know what your purpose is? Are you doing your purpose? Take a piece of paper if you don't know your purpose and ask God. God speaks to us when we ask, open your Bible. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and say, guide me to what the Lord wants me to do. When you ask, God will speak. He's always looking for relationship with us. We just get busy and don't listen. But God is clear. All of last year, God told me to rest in Him. To wait that He would bring to me what He wanted me to do. And knowing that my family had needs, it was not easy to wait. But God said, wait on me. He taught me many things in waiting and in resting in him after taking care of grandma for a while with Alzheimer's and really feeling depleted and burnt out. God wanted to restore my soul. And I wasn't very good about it at the beginning. I kept thinking, but Lord, don't you see we have all these needs? Kids are all going to college and there's all these needs. And I want to help my husband. But he wanted me to rest in him. And right now, I am working on these two marvelous projects. They're small, but with these marvelous teams. I asked the Lord to give me one team that I could connect with, and God has given me three. I am so amazed. With two, I am already working, and with the third one, we're waiting to see. So let us go to the throne and say, Father Almighty, you have created us for a purpose. You have given us a garden to tend. You've given us our families, our workplaces, our neighborhoods, our country, our villages, and it is here that you've asked us to love. Give us specifics, Father. Give us clarity for how you want us to use our gifts. Open the gates that we need. Open the doors that feel like they're closed. Bring us clarity of purpose. We ask that, like Paul, we may bring the message of salvation to those around us in a way and in a message that they can understand. We pray that you heal our broken hearts, that you help us, that you are with us, that even in our brokenheartedness, we may know that you know us by name, Father. And in this, we might find the comfort and the confidence to walk in your ways, waiting for the door to open. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen.
Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under the inner room emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.